This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. I'm Sue from Lifeboat, and Lifeboat are promoting health and well-being, but you take in charge of your own health and well-being by using tools such as mindfulness, EFT tapping, NLP, and um, Reiki as just a few examples of the tools that we can use. I thought it would be a great idea to get on the radio and um, give out some of these tools freely to people, particularly the mindfulness and the meditation tools. I hope somebody is holding you. So, hello. Welcome, everybody. Um, so, I was thinking about what to talk about today because an awful lot has seemed to have happened since my um, last podcast. And I think being out there and sort of looking around and, and being in the world, that, that's kind of what's happening, isn't it? There seems to be an awful lot of things kind of going on at the moment and, and things keep, seem to be changing, you know, so quickly that it's a good time for us all to get back to that grounding feeling. I know I keep going on about this, but it's just so important. And I think more that all the things that are happening in the world and the things that we read about everywhere, that we can get a bit carried away in it all and and get quite emotional around it. And and probably in, in our own little lives, there's probably not too much going on there, but just the fact that the change in the world and, and all these things that keep happening, and they seem to be happening so quickly. So get with some grounding, you know, get get in your bare feet, get outdoors, do some walking, start planting things, just have a house plant or something, you know, anything to sort of help you get that grounded feeling or whatever gives you a grounded feeling. Anyway, so now I'm going to skip to something um, when I was thinking about, okay, so what's been like the major things that have happened over the last two, couple of weeks? So I went to two events. I went to the My Chemical Romance concert in Auckland, which I absolutely loved. And I did the Mind, Body and Spirit Expo. So as you can hear, those two things are extremely different, aren't they? Because we are, we're this and we're that. We're not just one thing. You know, we're a bunch of things. We don't just like this, we like that as well. And it's the same with like our emotions. You know, we've got to have, we can't just be happy or jolly all the time. There has to be another side to that. Like, you know, I talk about my podcasts about hope, but there has to be despair to understand hope. No emotions are good or bad. It's only the way that we might think of those emotions as being good or bad. At the end of the day, they are just emotions and emotions. So working through those emotions. And um, I was thinking about anger and um, as after my sort of childhood trauma, I suppressed anger quite a bit and sort of kept it down there and, and didn't really kind of express it, which was extremely unhealthy for me. And in the end, it turned out to be not so good to do that. So it's really acknowledging that you feel anger. It's not the emotion itself. It's actually what you do with that emotion. 
You know, whether you go out and um, cause havoc or start punching people or, or whether you just go, like, I'm feeling angry and I get that it's okay to feel angry about some things and certainly things that are happening in the world right now and probably even in your own world, you have reason to be angry. So maybe acknowledge that, like, yeah, I, I do feel angry about that. And just simply sit with that emotion for a little while and... If you're stuck in that emotion, then think of ways that you can move that emotion through a bit more or use that energy for something creative or or something, you know, something good or, or, or something creative in your world. What I mean by good is maybe go out there and dig your garden up, you know, get get rid of some of that energy, but use it all in, in a really positive way. And um, I think that's why I quite like my chemical romance. <laughs> Rock music or punk music or or just that fast guitar sound. Sometimes I'm really just in the mood for that. And there's nothing better for me to get my anger out than to play something loud like that, jump around a bit so I'm moving it. Because not only does it that anger get stuck in your head, it gets stuck in your body. So if you can do something that physical that can move that anger through then then even better I mean it it can be painting you know you could get like a huge canvas and do like big strokes in bold colors you know that's still quite physical and you're still able to move that emotion through so yeah I do kind of like that loud rock sort of guitar sort of music and I, I do play a bit of guitar myself but it's usually kind of very gentle and, and, and spiritual kind of stuff. But now and again, when I can feel that anger, I go, right, let's go and move that into something positive. Let's go and play my guitar. And I find it really satisfying and I kind of make up my own tunes through that. So I, I think that's pretty cool. Anyway, just to add a bit of humour, I thought I might just might just share a little bit of a funny story, though, about the My Chemical Romance story be- before we play the song. I, uh, so... When I was about 16, I went to see Tina Turner with my parents. Um, It was the only way I was actually going to get to the concert because it was a long way from where I lived. And they took my friend as well, which is really, really kind of them and really good of them. And the reason they were taking me was because I had said that I wanted to go to see Tina Turner. And my dad really liked Tina Turner. And it was his birthday. So he said, oh, wouldn't it be a great little family trip we could all go? Well, like I said, I just wanted to go to the concert. So super cool. We all get to go to the concert. Day of it, taking my friend who was so much cooler than me at college. Anyway, so I told her we can go. The only snag is we have to go with my parents. And she was actually, she was really good. She was fine about it. She goes, look, we get to go soon. Yeah, good idea. So on the day, there is my father in his suit and tie. And there is my mother with her best going out for dinner outfit, like twin set and pearls almost sort of outfit. And I'm standing there in my jeans and T-shirt thinking, oh no, I hope I don't see anybody that I know. This is super embarrassing. You know, I am 16. So we go to the concert and I'm still saying, you know, we are getting to go. And hopefully I won't bump into anybody that I know. So the concert was great and I really enjoyed it and didn't see anybody I knew. But I decided to tell my daughter this story and I said how embarrassed I was, you know, about going with my dad in the suit and she thought it was really funny. So we went to My Chemical Romance together. 
So on the day of the concert, it's really quite warm. So, and she said it's at three o'clock. Oh, in the afternoon. I was expecting the evening. Oh, well, that's all right. I've got a, a summer dress, so I'll, I'll just wear that. So I put my green summer dress on. I put my sort of nice little hat on, straw hat on, my flowery handbag, my pink merrells, and off I went to the concert. I did pop in one thing, shirt, which was quite brightly coloured too, into my bag in case my shoulders burnt from the sun. So we're standing in the queue on our way in and I'm sort of looking around at everyone's outfit and saying, those look really cool, I really like those. Noticing that everybody was wearing black or black and white. I think, oh, okay. Anyway, we stood there for a little while and then she said to me, you know the story that you told me about your dad going to see Tina Turner? I said, yes, and then started laughing and I went, do you feel like that right now? And she said, yes, a bit, with your green dress and your floral handbag and your straw hat and your pink mirrors. And I looked around and thought, oh, yes, I now get it. What goes around comes around, hey? Isn't that interesting? So here we go. Let's have my chemical romance. No, I know that I can't make you stay. But where's your heart? But where's your heart? But where's your... I know there's nothing I can say To change that part To change that part To change
to speak awake and unafraid asleep or dead cause I see you lying next to me with words I thought I'd never speak awake and unafraid So, yeah, so I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> it is funny, isn't it? Anyway, so back to why I particularly chose that song of My Chemical Romance was as well because it's kind of like about wanting to live. And um, I actually read um, some comments on YouTube um, that some young people have put up about, about My Chemical Romance and I was actually quite amazed about those that had said that they'd been in some bad places and how some of those songs had helped them through that. And some people that I was talking to at the concert as well had also said the same thing, you know. I was talking to some young people. They said that some of those songs had really helped them through some difficult times. So different music, you know, can can bring out different things in us and we may not be a particularly you know, a, a rock fan. And um, a lot of my spiritualist friends, I think, are quite sort of shocked when I say that, you know, that I'm into bands like that. But it's just taking that time and actually listening and understanding why perhaps people like that kind of thing and what it does for you. And admitting that you feel these certain feelings or this is going on for you right now is so important to be to be aware and present that this is what you're feeling right now and then finding tools that help you move through them and if it is a rock song or a my chemical romance song then good because whatever it is and we're all different and also we're different inside ourselves and let's stop denying parts of ourselves you know um i for a a while, I think, was sort of thinking, oh, perhaps, you know, rock music doesn't fit in with a meditation teacher or whatever. But of course it does. And that's just another part of me. And I don't want to deny that part of me either. Um, as well as the spiritualist, gently soft, listening to sort of nice music, that side of me as well. Both parts are as important. And I think it's important for us to be genuine with ourselves and actually say, we're this and with that. So just talk about um, a little bit about anger again, and I'll just come back to that, is um, 
I was going through something that I was angry about and um, I thought, oh, yeah, I'm pretty angry about that. Mm. And I thought, what, what, what should I do about that? I feel it first. Let's be kind to it. I was actually giving myself a bit of love over that. You know, it's all right. And I couldn't well understand why you would be angry about that. And again, I thought, well, what, what should I do to move through that? This one isn't a, a particularly rock music kind of anger to get through. I think this one needs just a little bit more attention from me. And I decided that it would be good to write a poem about that. So I poured all my anger down into words on the poem and um, it definitely moved it through. Because a few days later, I wrote a love poem and I've never written a love poem in my life. And I had said that um, when I did the recording a while ago on Valentine's Day that I was going to write a love poem and I had tried a few times and just wasn't happening. But when I wrote my angry poem and I'd made some room, I was then able to write my love poem. So we will read that shortly. Um, but on our, what I'll do is we'll get all ready for the meditation and I'll read you my love poem and then uh, the meditation song will, will sort of carry on after I finish reading my poem. Um, so it was making room. It was moving some of that anger through that was me able to make room then to, to see love. And, and I think that's amazing. So often we don't want to look at those parts within ourselves, but it's really important to look at those parts. Look at the parts that we try and push down, pretend are not there. Let them be there because if you can open them up very gently with a lot of love and care, you can see the most amazing things and be able to do the most amazing things if you can do that. And um, that, so my second event that I went to, as I said, two events, I went to the Mind, Body and Spirit Expo, which was extremely different to the My Chemical Romance um, concert. But still, it's still that I brought up lots of interesting things for me. And um, you could feel like all the emotions that were around where, where we were at the expo and, and definitely the people that were around me. I could There were some beautiful people with some wonderful modalities all around me, like bringing their love. But you could also feel a lot of, there was a lot of pain out there still. So I was being kind to myself about the two sides of that as well. Here we were at this expo and, and I could feel both sides, both the love and the pain of it all. And I think that it's important for us to find places to hold that pain or people that we can maybe sit with who could hold that pain for us even, even if they don't say anything, just somebody with us. Or maybe we could get things that help us feel feel more comfortable when we're going through that pain and that suffering. Um, what I like is when I'm really sort of suffering with something or, or something has happened and, and it's kind of, you know, sort of unsteadied me somewhat or it might be quite bad, is I like to feel warm. For, I always feel cold when it's like that. So I need to feel some warmth of some kind. So what I like the feel of, and even if I haven't got this, I, I, I just like to imagine it, is that I think of like a nice warm blanket 
just coming over my shoulders. You know, like if you've like um, perhaps run a, a marathon or, or, or done something like extremely extreme sport or something, and then you, you sort of stop and, and your body starts cooling down really fast and they come round and, and they kind of put those foil blankets round you, you know, and then you start to warm up again and, and then maybe you need a, a sugary drink. Well, that's a bit like that. It's a bit like I need that warmth and something warm around my shoulders and then maybe a warm drink to hang on to. And, and that can be a comfort to me. And that's like I say, when something has been a bit upsetting to me or, or difficult for me, that's something that makes me feel comfort, comforted. However, I think it's quite important that we do that even when something, something hasn't happened, even just when we're actually feeling really good. Let's put a blanket around us. Let's imagine what that would feel like when we're feeling good and a warm drink because then that gives us the I love you kind of feeling, doesn't it? It's telling yourself that you love love yourself. It doesn't matter whether something has happened or not, that you still love yourself. When, when I look at my dog, you know, I, he doesn't have to do anything. I just look at him and I can feel that love. And I know that he does the same for me. I don't have to do anything for him. He just looks at me and you can see that love. So try and do it to yourself, even when nothing has happened. Just get that nice, comfortable, loving feeling. So just sit wherever you are. Feel really comfortable. Feel where your bum is on the seat. Or if you're standing, where you're standing on the floor. Or if you're lying down, feel the surface that you're lying on. Of course, if you drive in your car, then please don't do this meditation yet. Try it a bit later. So take a big breath in through your nose. Hold it. Now let it go. Very, very gently. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. In again. In through your nose. Out through your mouth. Let it go. Let it go. And as you're saying, let it go, feel your shoulders drop, your jaw relax, your whole body relax. In through the nose, out through the mouth, let it go, let it go, let it go. Love of the masculine. When you are sleeping, I look at you sometimes, at your masculine body. You're peaceful like a boy, carefree, relaxed unworried by the world, gentle, I think I see you smiling. I watched your breathing and breathe with you, just for a while, it makes me feel close to you. It's not noisy or snoring, just rhythmical, flowing easily and gently. I admire your strong, beautiful body, starting at your legs, as one is straight and the other bent on top of the covers. The muscles in your calf are so defined and perfectly shaped, even though they're relaxed. As I trace up your leg with my eyes, I can actually feel their strength. I see your arm, curled around, hugging the sheet. I feel their strength, as if they are wrapped around me, holding me safely, but not too tight. I watch your chest moving with each breath. You're relaxed, but I can still see its broadness and solidness. I think about how, when I lie on it sometimes, it helps me feel your strength and groundedness. I go back to your hands. They are unclenched, 
big and strong, but not workers' hands, they're smooth and clean, not rugged and worn. They are gentle and safe hands. I'm admiring the colour of your skin, all tanned and healthy. I say to myself, you are so beautiful and I love you. Then I see your face, a quick look before you wake. You look so peaceful, like an angelic being, although I can see mischief in there too. As I look at your face in my imagination, I trace it with my fingers, feeling the roughness around your chin and the softness of your cheeks around your eyes. Your eyes are closed, and I wonder what colour they might be today. Blue, green or brown, depending what light catches them or what colour you're wearing. (laughs) Whatever colour they are, there's always a twinkle of some naughty thought behind them. I know this body, its feel and its curves, better than I know my own. I say to myself, you are a beautiful, strong, soft, gentle and dependable man. You start to stir and I don't want to wake you, so I stop looking at you and go back to sleep. Dream your sweet dreams Till your soul is released Know you are loved Rest in peace Dream your sweet dreams Till your soul is released Just feel yourself come back to the room, you know, stamp your feet, feel where your hands and feet are. And um, thank you for listening today. I hope that you enjoyed that. Go well and see you next time. For all your first aid and CPR and wellbeing at work programmes and training, please contact fatco.nz. That's F-A-C-T-C-O dot N-Z. You can contact them at training at factco.nz or 03 3556. The fact is, you can save a life. Home, let me come home. Home is wherever I'm with you. Oh, home. Let me come home, home 
is wherever.